Hello and welcome to Bungholes and Rabbit Holes. Grab your bottle of whiskey, get cozy, and enjoy the rabbit holes with us. So we're uh, back to review whiskey. I thought we were doing wine. Uh, well, it kind of <laughs> looks like a... It will, the bottle I guess if you, does. The bottle does, um, but if anything, this would be like rosé colored. It's still a wine, uh, wine. It is, but it's not wine. I'm just saying color of it. Just like you thought the top was pink, but it's really purple. I'm going to say it's still pink. They have purple in the label. I think they were trying to match the top, but it's hard when you fucking use pastel colors. Uh, yeah, that's true. And the fact that like it's not right in front of me. Yeah. So this week, Victor, what are we doing? I want you to give us a rundown of what we're drinking. Uh, Pin Hook Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, there's a horse on the 20, bottle. 2022 full proof. Yeah, high proof. High proof, sorry. Uh, 116 proof. Oh, it's right there. 58% alcohol by volume. There, there's a horse on the bottle. His name's Bourbondini. That's a good name. Horse. Uh, I like he's it. Uh, 16 hands in size. His color is bay and his sex is colt. Huh. It's interesting. I do think it's interesting that they do all the horses. Or kind of cool that they have like the horses and it's not the same horse every time. At least not the same name, right? Name or horse. Not the same horse either. Are you sure? Like every bottle's different or Yeah. Like if I got this <clears throat> same bourbon. Oh no. Every different type. So, like, the 2023 version would be something else. I see. I have a rye that's a different horse. Kind of trying to be a little bit like uh, Blanton's or... Um... No. No? <laughs> that was... They don't name the horse, though. Bourbondini. Uh, for Blanton's. Blanton's. Oh. Blanton's. Well, I mean, unless it's, like, this horse. But I mean, like, Blanton's N. has... <laughs> but, I mean, Blanton's has uh, different horses. Would you be, uh, like, are you the better horse if you're the first N or the second N? I don't know. What's the better horse? Also, there are a lot of people that think they get the full lineup, but they got the same N twice. They're huh. different ends, and different horses and different toppers. Yeah. But I think it just pays homage to the fact that Kentucky has the Derby. And it's a big horse state. Yeah. Victor. Yes, sir. Where's this uh, distilled? Kentucky. Is it distilled in Kentucky? Uh, oh, it has to be bourbon, because it's Kentucky right? straight bourbon. Um, distilled by Castle and Key. Is it really? At Castle and Key. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I always assumed because it was 116 proof, that's like classic MGP high proof. So I, I kind of assumed it was MGP, but I guess I probably should have read the label better. It says this label is interactive. It's, is it really? It's interactive. It just got a code on there. Give us the rundown of what it does for you. Like a QR code? Yeah. It just it's taking me to the website. So long story short, I didn't mind. I've had the rye probably a year and a half ago. It was good. It wasn't anything like spectacular, but it was good. Um I've always wanted to try their bourbon. And I saw this one at Costco for 45 bucks. So it's hard not to buy it. Uh, when I find new whiskeys in uh, Costco, 
I tend to buy them whether or not I actually want them. Or yeah, I like I searching for it. Because their prices are pretty good on a lot of bottles. Yeah, I think I've seen... Um, actually, I think I've seen this one at my nearest... I'm surprised you didn't buy Edmo. it being high proof. Uh, the full proof you've seen there? No, I think I saw this one. Huh. Well, I'm surprised you didn't buy it. I I wasn't sure of... Because of Quarter Horse and... Oh, it's completely uh, different. Kentucky lineup. Silk. I know it is, but like <laughs> everything that has a horse on it, I'm kind of... You know what those bottles have in common? That they are BevMo exclusive. Yeah, no, you picked them. Yeah. Well, and that's why I'm also... I was like... Because I didn't see that you had any at the time when I saw it. So I was like, uh, I don't know. They have two bottles of Pinhook. Now, Victor, like what the I fuck are you it, doing? Dude, it's interactive. What what is that like? Yes, I, I'm interactive, but you don't like sit there like staring at me awkwardly with your phone in front of you. That's gross, dude. Is it? <laughs> are they using all sixteen and a half hands to like get the horse off, get him ready to run? Like it, it like scans the bottle and then you like swipe left or right and then it it like gives you some general. Nothing like really specific, but some general information. You completely sounded like a marketing person. It didn't give me any information. It's one with a lot of fucking words. That's what it's doing right now. Yeah, but like, like it's it's talking about the bottle. It's talking about the horse. It's like, like it's saying why the top is purple pink. So it's like sourcing, like made from grain, barrels, and water. Like it's a lot of nothing, just like you said. Why well, I think that was actually like valuable information. I like it. And then it's like talking about the bottle architecture, and I just want to know how Letty feels about your first statement. Like, was I out of line? I know I'm. I'm uh, apparently uh, very cocky and arrogant on the podcast. So, was what? I out of line with that statement, or was it accurate? What statement? Letty? Where you just, you said a whole lot of nothing using like three sentences. Oh, okay. There's more. Oh, did you swipe right far enough? swipe up. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And still have no fucking clue what's going on. He just swiped up. Is that, is that like a new feature on Bumble? Swipe up and you, how many people you actually think swipe up? I think it actually gives a rundown of more of their profile. I, I have no idea. I wasn't. Ne- I think we've talked about this before, but I was never part of the online dating scene. Well, no, I I haven't been for a while. But uh, our bowling partners, well, I guess my bowling partners at the moment are uh, on there regularly. So I I see all the profiles they look at. I well, can see what farms. Oh, that's the cool. Grain came from. That's kind of cool. See, that's like good information. The barrel's a char level four. What does that mean? A higher char. It's out of five. Well, actually, I take that back. That And that's kind of a controversial, not controversial, but it's an interesting topic because the different distilleries do not necessarily use the same char level. So a char level four at one could be a char level three at another distillery. But generally, the higher the number, the higher the char. So you're going to get more of like that sweet caramel type flavor out of the barrel the more it's charred because american oak has 
caramel-esque flavor when you torch the oils of the American oak. So the coloring is year to year. So every year is going to have different color. Or at least slightly different. Well, the I mean, different like bourbon and rye have different colors too. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, their, uh, yeah, their staves are laser fixes. cut to prevent leakage. Oh, that's cool. American oak. Hey, locally uh, sourced does, from Ohio. Does it say how the bottle sounds when you open it? Uh, yeah, it, it was, I have my headphones on, but it went. That it's not even gonna come through on the audio. Can you just pop the fucking bottle, please? Uh, that's cool, dude. You should try it. It really was cool, dude. Victor's like he's just telling me a whole lot of nothing. Wow, that was, was no very anticlimactic. There was no. Okay, there's no pop. We Victor's. Not... There's a shit ton of wax on here, dude. Like, yeah, it's a lot of wax. It's like ugly. I don't love. I'm not a big fan of the wax on the top. To be honest, but that's a whole other. It's like going to chip off and fall into my drink. Is it a fake cork or? It's fake cork, yeah. Or you know what Victor's going to do with it during the whole fucking episode? He's going to pick it off one piece at a time and leave it on my floor, like he does with <laughs> other things. Can't sit still. Nope. Wait, what other things like scabs? <laughs> I don't know. I probably. You picked a really bad career for not being able to sit still. I did too. People look just get a bunch of fidget spinners. Dude, sp- fidget spinners just like irritate me. Like I'm like sitting there doing it or I tried it for a while. I got one from someone and I was using it and I'm just like, this is it like irritated me. Cause it wouldn't spin for you. No, because you're just like, what's the purpose of this? Uh, like you're just sitting there spinning. It's not like I'm doing something. Who autographed this bottle? That's a broken barrel. That's the owner and then the head distiller of Los Angeles Distillery. Did you buy this or they give it to you? Yeah, I bought it. Oh. And then they signed. Was it signed or that was that was from the did, event you were supposed to? Did go you to. ask for their signature? No, he said all the bottles purchased that day they were going to sign. Could you have been like, um, no, thank you. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just being an ass. I know. Hey, Victor, when you lean back in the chair, you have to move the mic. Just a heads up. And then you hit your nose with it. <laughs> that was that was incredible. This bourbon actually smells good. I don't know if you... You can just sit there, Victor, but we are going to review the whiskey. No, I, it, I'm It does board. have a heavy uh, pepper spice on the nose. So this is going to sound weird. I got some of that like oiliness that you get from malt. Like from a uh, scotch. Uh, I, can I think this that. is going to be a little higher in barley. Okay. Not necessarily really high, but I think it's going to be a little higher than what we're used to. What does barley taste like? Like hay? Scotch. I don't know. I haven't, I, I haven't had rye spice on its own. I haven't had wheat. I haven't like sat out on my back porch in a rocking chair with wheat hanging out of my mouth. So I don't know what wheat really like by itself tastes like i do see caramel notes um and a decent amount of oak on the nose as well i don't get much oak there's some i get your pepper it does have a little more caramel than some it definitely smells like the staves were laser cut oh i like it (laughs) is that something that you read (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> How does that make you feel, Victor? Like I'm a, a whiskey con condesseur. Condesseur. Con condesseur? I don't know. Condom sewer? Condom. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Aficionado? It does, yeah, aficionado. That's the word I'll use. It does smell like a scotch. It has like a slight hint of it. <clears throat> it uh, It's inviting, though. It's not like you get the ethanol, but I don't think it quite noses at 116 proof. Um. Yeah, I, I not quite at the 116, but it, it is there. You are right. Yeah. It is there. I mean, I feel like there are some bottled and bond whiskeys that I have that smell just as much have just as much ethanol on the nose as this one. Oh fuck. I'm trying to drown myself. My first sip is coming down my mustache for my nose because I tipped the glass too far. My I nose is tingling. Of... You know I have to say though, you get a whole different nosing experience when you try and pour it up your nose. Kind of like how uh it's a different experience when you're snorting up or uh what's it called? You laugh with milk in your nose or milk in your mouth. It's no, this is much more enjoyable than that. Mm. Okay. Like I didn't, it didn't go like very far up my nose. Like it hit my nose and then started falling down immediately. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, first sip. It's like a delayed Kentucky hug. I get cinnamon. It is a delayed Kentucky hug. Like uh, a brown little... sugar cinnamon type type thing? Because it is a little bit sweeter. No, I feel like that's like the main spice I got on that first sip. Because it's kind of weird. The hug's lasting longer than the palate. I feel like the palate came kind of like, kind of fell off quick. Yeah. Like I feel the warmth. And I would expect to taste the whiskey still. And it dates so, very faint. Yes, yes, Victor. What you're thinking of? It's a two pump chump type of whiskey. No, that's not. That, that's not what I was thinking. What I was thinking. What were you thinking? Um. So there's this like, there's this meme. <laughs> Is it just from your algorithm? No. Oh. So like, one day my my wife and her friend were walking. We're hanging around the house, and they're just kind of yelling. They just kept yelling. Why is it spicy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when the little kid. So it's mm -hmm. the parent. They, they have the crying face on and they're brushing mm -hmm. their teeth. And like, why is the toothpaste spicy? Mm -hmm. So everything, everything we were doing that day, for some reason, they just started yelling. Why? Like we went to Taco Bell. And they're like, why is it spicy? That's a pretty good uh, reiteration of it. And then so when I when I drank this whiskey, I was thinking in my head, why is it spicy? It's kind of spicy. I feel like it is. And then it fades off super quick. But like like a like spicy like spicy food spicy like i get that whole mouth spiciness to it like where it tingles okay. a little bit it's not a hug it's, it's like the, the physical pain in my mouth from spiciness but you're right it's just like a, a kiss of it it's not it's, i see what you mean so it's more like peppery yeah like and not black pepper it's more like a like a chili pepper yeah i could see that it's enjoyable it's actually pretty good it's just, I think the only downfall on this for me is that it, it does kind of, when I'm drinking anything over 110 proof, I'm kind of expecting the palate to stick around for a little bit, but you could, you're like back for your next sip, like super fast. Yeah. At least I was, I just, I went for it really quick. I like the flavor though. Mm. 
it's kind of refreshing, which is weird. For it being so, uh, a higher proof? Like, it kind of has... refreshing? It kind of has, like, a nice finish. Like, mid-late palette's kind of nice. And see, I'm I'm getting more, like... Because I, I feel like this one's a little bit sweeter. But I don't necessarily like the I don't sweet get, on this one. I don't get a lot of sweetness on this, which is weird. Victor? And Rob, uh, you're going to hate me for this because like, I'm feeling like this one's a little bit more bland. Well, I, I said it had a short finish, so that would kind of make sense. I've never thought cinnamon was sweet, but I think that's where Dila's coming from. I think so, too. Because it is more of like a cinnamon spice. Yeah, one, 100%. I think it's cinnamon. I think on the nose it comes across more peppery, but I think it is kind of like a cinnamon. But I'm wondering, kind of to your point of like spicy food, it does leave your tongue tingling a while. Mm-hmm. And where sometimes like when you drink bourbon, you just get it like in specific spots. Like I feel like my whole tongue's kind of tingling or like slightly numb. There's definitely a mouthfeel to it. Yeah. But I like the flavors. I just wish they stuck around a little longer. But I kind of like that. So I think there's a time and place for it. Like, it's inviting me for more. But the sex, uh, the scary thing is it's high proof. Did you yeah. just say there's sex? The scary. Oh, I thought right when you paused, I heard sex. I stumbled over my word. Okay. Well, I, did that. Well, I guess that is Devo. You have that on your mind, huh? No, <laughs> no. I thought I thought that's what you said. It's been a while, or just happened. Have have our listeners or both? <laughs> or both. Oh, it, it just it's been a while, but it just happened again. Oh. Congrats, Devo. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh man, but I I think the flavors are good. You don't get like any bad. There are no like bad flavors. Like sometimes you get a little bit of extra bitterness. I is the bitterness hidden under the spice? It could be because I feel like it should be bitter. For some reason, my palate's expecting bitter based on the flavor palettes, and I'm not getting the bitter. I get that. Maybe, but you know what? I don't really care why the bitterness is gone. I just don't like that, like some that bitterness that you get from some bourbons. What's the price point on this? I'm gonna say so. I paid about forty, forty or forty five dollars for it, but I'm gonna say it's a fifty to sixty dollar bottle. I was gonna say I think I saw it for sixty at the last time I. Bevmo's overpriced. It's like they they overpriced it so they can give you a coupon. <laughs> True. Yeah, like like Michaels and Hobby yeah, Lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're going Dick's there with Sporting the Goods. I I don't understand the Dick Sporting Goods coupon. I spent like you get ten dollars back for every three hundred dollars you yeah. spend, right? Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Ridiculous, dude. No, I, why even? Yeah, I'm like, I got a fucking ten dollar coupon. How much am I fucking spending here? Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I I kept getting those in the mail, and all I was getting from there was uh, candy for <laughs> for snacks while I was working. Damn, oh. man, you don't fuck around. Nice. I will say, though, I was in there recently, and they have, like, DSG brand stuff, and it's, like, workout attire, 
and it actually seemed nice. And I'm like, fuck, how much do they want for this shit? It was like $24 for a pair of joggers. Yeah. Like, that's not bad. It, it didn't. That's fair. I think we my we went to buy my daughter dance clothes, and the DSG brand is very reasonably priced. And it doesn't seem like bad quality. Like, but like you said, like Nike's like sixty dollars and DSG's like twenty five. And it's not two and a half times better. No, no. You just cricket a Nike logo and press it on. Uh huh. That's a good idea. <laughs> and then you get just sued for backwards, copyright. Right? Yeah, just put it on backwards. <laughs> you can't. Sue. You can't. I think as long as you're not redistributing. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's like that Creative Commons shit, too. Yeah, like you can make your own Nike shirts. You just can't sell them. Got it. Okay. Good to know. I mean, they might come after you. And True. Like, they can say, like, if you do some weird shit, like... Like FJB? Yeah, or, like, if you... I don't know. I don't know. Like, you'd have to do, like... Who so there was that EDM one of the EDM DJs mm-hmm. bought a Lambo or no it was a Ferrari and they put like that some like neon cat or something like a rainbow cat on the side of it okay and Ferrari like got them legally got them to remove it from the car really? there's a fit brand or something like that well there's a contract right with Ferrari like when you sign it like or they. They like, have yeah. it in the contract that you won't do any modifications to it. Yeah, like us normal folks can't buy a Ferrari. Oh, okay. Like it's it just won't happen. Interesting. Like we I think we can get like a used like older model, but that we can't walk into a Ferrari dealership and buy a Ferrari. But I think even like used Ferraris have to go through for like like Ferrari has to accept that they're not the one selling it. I think that because I, I saw a similar story on that. That's fucking ridiculous. It's but even, club. even still, so you know, like the contract that you uh, you get from a uh, dealership when you buy a car, it's called a Rick. It's a retail something contract. And those things are fucking huge. They can't even use a fucking regular printer for those. They have like those special big ass fucking printers. Like, who the fuck? I, I've been in this dealership for fucking four hours by now. I don't want to. I'm not going to read through everything. And I'm sure you're not telling me the full fucking truth. But at this point, I literally don't give a fuck. Just well, yeah, because they already tell me had what you sign. there for like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. It took, I, it took me 45 minutes to find the car I liked. I test drove it. That took 15, 20 minutes by the time they got the keys. We got out. We parked. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm already there an hour and five minutes. Then I have to wait for two other people to get their car contracts signed. I don't know how car dealerships do it because it fucking takes forever per person. How are they selling like 15 cars a day? I don't fucking get it. I'm getting money laundering feeling from uh, car dealerships now, just like mattress stores. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't think they're money laundering. I mean, they might be. They could be. Cleaning their cash. Yeah, so um, back to the whiskey. I think it's nice. It's not great. It's not the best bottle I've ever had. It's a nice full proof, high proof, high proof, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There's so many different names. Like, why can't we? Why can't they all just be known as high proof? Like what? Like fuck. Like just tell me the fucking proof. I don't need to know. It's barrel strength, barrel proof, full proof, uh, out of the fucking barrel proof, out of you know. 
I don't know if you said it cask strength. I did not say that. I think I just squeaked while I was burping. Um, yeah, it's it's like fuck. Like I know a lot about bourbon, but I I lose track of whether it's barrel proof, barrel strength, fucking foolproof, cask strength. I I lose track. I I'm gonna fucking say it's you know bullet barrel proof and it's bullet barrel strength. It's Elijah Craig barrel proof, larceny barrel proof. Mm-hmm. I get those right from time to time, but I'm gonna fuck it up. And the only, well, actually, I didn't see that there was a fucking bottle of Elijah Craig barrel proof right in front of my face, but yeah. And then if you get a bourbon or a whiskey over 140 proof, they call it fucking hazmat. Really? Uh, they they've said that. I think it's more of like a non gimmick or yeah. I think it's like a non like the distillery doesn't say that, but people say that. But uh, slang or whatever. Yeah, call it? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to say it, Depot. Thank you. For sure. But I I think it's enjoyable. I I could see at f- like under fifty dollars. I could see buying another bottle like this, just to have on the shelf because it's it's. Pretty like it doesn't drink 116 proof. No, and even doing like a swish, um, because I was hoping that the palate would stick really trying to get flavor out of it, huh? Yeah, we haven't done swishes Uh, much. The the swish, I mean, it was the flavors were there, and if you didn't, (laughs) if you didn't swallow right, (laughs) can you let it sit there for a sec? Um, you can get some some more of the flavors coming through, but. Other than that, it it was still in and out, not not uh not lingering like What's I would inter- expect or want and want, you know. What's interesting is it's it's actually pretty hot when you swish it. And it definitely to Victor's point, it's like a chili hot. Like a hot hot sauce, like spicy hot. It's interesting. But I do feel like maybe it's that like you know how when you have really spicy food, like you stop tasting things? Why is it spicy? <laughs> yeah, I legit thought of that. Do a switch, Victor. Tell me that's not the first thing you think of, even though you just fucking said it. You do a very aggressive <laughs> swish. It was. It's spicy. It is. Like it hurts. Like I have not like I'm not in like when I say it hurts, I'm not like hurting. Now, the more sips I've had, I do get some of that, like, slight bitterness. But it's not, like, off-putting. <laughs> I'm making it your word. Or, yeah, you're making it your word now. Well, I, I've I've said it, but I try to avoid it uh, just because of that Zach Galifianakis video. Oh. <laughs> with, the, uh, between what's two Jennifer. Uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, thank you. Jennifer's body. No, that Wasn't was that with, Megan. Uh, yeah, Megan Fox. I just saw there was a fucking movie called The Ro- Rogue Rogue with Megan Fox, and it's a Hulu huh. exclusive. Really? I'm like, damn, she really went downhill. Machine Gun Kelly can really ruin careers. Yeah. His own and hers, apparently, because she goes from Transformers and Jennifer's body to, like, fucking... Hulu exclusive, even though, you know, Bruce Willis went that way. Uh, kind of a sad story about you, was, Bruce Willis. He he was on his way out anyways. Well, and I don't know if you guys heard, but he's having a medical 
issues. I think he has like mild dementia right now. Oh, so his, his wife Isn't actually what... went on social media and said, please like be respectful. Which, like he's yeah. having a hard time. Isn't that what um, Robin Williams was kind of uh, going through? I don't know. Well, I saw a docu- uh, there's a documentary on Netflix about it, and he was having like mild dementia. But th- there was a certain um, disease that he was suffering from. I have alcohol-induced dementia. <laughs> don't we all? Right. Uh, that's fucked up. I'm not. I'm not downplaying that. It's a very serious thing. And, um. But, you know, I make inappropriate jokes way too often. But, Diva, why don't you give us your fucking review? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this a 3.5. Wow. Um, I think I, that's I, a solid review. Really? And yeah, I, I, the, the reason for it is the flavor doesn't stick around and it's not bold enough. All that you get is first first tip, a lot of heat, at least a delayed heat. Um, the spice that comes through, like I know you guys were getting like a hot sauce type spice. Um, no, I think just like spicy well, well, spice. I mean, like, like, yeah, but I mean like as if you were drinking, or not drinking, but having hot sauce, having something <laughs> spicy. It, it's not the flavor, it's the pain. Yeah, it's the feeling, it's not the actual flavor. Okay. Well, for for me, I wasn't getting that even on the swish. Um, like I, I was trying really hard to been drinking like too much of that mama milk. Uh, possibly, man. You know, um, he was eating today. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Taco <stupid>. Tuesday. <laughs> I don't think that's where the milk comes from, Victor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, three point five. Um, I mean, the the proof is it, it it's at least nice, but at the same time, what? Oh, Victor, <laughs> he was about to laugh, and I was trying to not laugh on fucking Mike. You were doing such a good job, I didn't want to in- interrupt with laughing. So I'm oh, like just trying to me. Away. <laughs> Sorry. So it's, um, it's you like the so, proof, but yeah, the. No, I did definitely lose my my train of thought on where I was going, and and so yeah, uh, it's good at his proof. Other than that, like I, I wish um, more flavors came through and stuck around. Um, it's too easy to drink for me. I guess that's where I was going for it. Damn, dude, this is a Devo on dude. floor bottle. She's hot, but she's too easy. Oh, that's what you just said. Shit. Pretty much. I guess I guess that's <laughs> I guess that's it. Okay. Um I mean it being you know, with, with a horse on the label and Kentucky being uh you know, the Kentucky Derby and whatnot. This is a fast horse. Um I th- I'm gonna give it a three point two. Fast usually mean good in horses? Yes, but I'm I'm saying like But you're saying this so this is an average horse. In terms of the flavor, it's in and out. It's a fast horse. Oh, I see what you're saying. But it's it's not running well against the other horses. Right. So it's running in like zigzags down the track. Yes. It's running faster speed-wise, but in zigzags, so it's slower overall. 
to running a yes. less efficient race. Yes. I'm okay. just going to keep saying yes until... <laughs> so it's a seven furlong <laughs> horse, but really it just runs about three and a half of the furlongs, and then it sucks ass after that. Yes, because it's a... Short finish. Yes. Yeah. It's more of a sprinter. All right. So, yeah, 3.25 on uh, on value rating. Okay. Um, wow. Bro, I'm fucking feeling this, and I've had like half of my glass. I, I think... For me, I, I wouldn't pay over uh, 40. Okay. So. Well, I paid 40. I know you did. I know. But you, uh, I think it's like a $60. I'm going to give this to Devo in a blind taste test one time, and he's going to rate it higher than some of his fours. Dang, Devo. You realize you just gave this the same rating as Buffalo Trace. Wow. Wow. Dude. And I'm not backing down from that. That's fine. I'm gonna give them both in a blind taste test, and he's gonna, go for it. He's gonna pick. I, I bet you all know which one is which. Well, yeah, it's not fucking. Hard. Yeah, it's fi- it's fifty three ninety nine at to- at Total Wine. So okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay that. That proof. I mean, there aren't many bottles you're gonna find under sixty bucks. True, but me personally, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want this on my shelf for myself. <laughs> okay. Are you a poet and you didn't know it? If you, the two words that you said in right next to each other rhyme yep you are mm-hmm. okay like a mumble rapper status poet victor what's your rating uh i'll give it a four okay i hate the bottle it's kind of annoying it is it's annoying it's like irritating the 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 thing that you did on your phone that i couldn't see seemed kind of cool though. it was super it was super cool you should check it it's out it's like the what 21 crimes or whatever wine yeah i think it was something like that but it's kind of funny though because if i had this on my shelf i'd be like hey dude you're kind of feminine you try this bourbon like it it'd be like a gag like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no i'm just fucking with you like it's worth a try let's try it like, now let me ask you this did they make the label that color because it was smoother than the last version and they were thinking maybe they could bring some less tough people to it 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 looks like a wine bottle it does outside of it not having a cork it looks like and wine kind of has a feminine feel to me okay like ladies drink wine okay it's pink wax if they were going for a female target audience they hit the mark okay this is that butterfly one yeah I did. Blue that was one of the. That was probably the most disappointing decent bottle I have. But I wasn't disappointed. I I like the the heat. I like the easy drinking. Um, I think it's something to get me in trouble. Which oh for sure. Like you could drink it. We could kill this bottle tonight. Yeah, we aren't going to, but we could have. And then we would get in trouble because we'd be chocolate wasted. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I think it's good. I. I drink it. I. I. I would. What movie does that come from, Victor? What? Chocolate wasted. Uh, grown ups. Two. 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 <laughs> good job, Devo. I would have missed the two. Yeah, I was the second one. But no, I. I like it. I. I drink it. I finish this bottle. I think there's been days where I come over and I'm itching to open another bottle and I. I pour myself another glass. I could agree with that. I think. Uh, value rating 
I think it's fair. Fifty three dollars. Like, what would you pay up to? I I like it as a forty dollar bottle. I think it'd be great as a forty dollar bottle. I think just kind of the economy we're sitting in. I I don't. I don't think forty dollars. I think fifty three is the new forty dollar bottle. I would completely agree with that. I mean, everything's just inflating like a motherfucker. And banks are closing. <laughs> that could be the bunghole. We didn't even say that. Doesn't, doesn't that sound like something from like 100 years ago? People are afraid of losing their money in the bank. So they're yeah. pulling it out. And there were fucking bank runs at different banks. I, I, I was watching a uh, senator who uh, hopped on, a, on, I think he did a TikTok or Instagram video. He's all over it, dude. He he talked about how they had like a, a midnight meeting with the treasury and how they're like, oh, we're going to cover all of all of the the losses in this. Now, the the funny thing is that was like the people that had their money in this bank, they were all like one percenters, right? Or like point one percenters. Yeah, for sure. They're they're the richest of the rich, really. But that's a whole other story. So they're protecting. I mean, people could make the argument they're protecting the rich. The poor don't have to worry about it because I can't imagine me having two hundred fifty grand in a bank account at Wells Fargo. <laughs> could you imagine? No, you like, I would. I would love my life. Like that is a first world problem right there. You have more money than what's federally insured. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, for sure. Problem. I mean, even if I had just the limit of what's federally insured, like if, I don't know, these people are smart. Why, why do they have more than 250 grand in a bank? Because you just had that much money. Like, why don't you have it in, in stocks? That's what I, I was know. wondering. Like, why, why is that invested somewhere else? I don't know. And those I, guys fucked up. They I, went with fucking uh, government bonds, treasury bonds. And that's what fucked them over. But um You're rating there, Rob. I'm gonna give it a four. I was gonna I was gonna give it a four point two five because I do like the flavors that come from this. I think it's enjoyable. It's fucking me up a lot more than I'd expect. Like I'm not like really fucked up, but I feel it. I'm fucked and up. And I feel like I'm fucked up. I'm trying to fuck. I'm trying to fuck. But I'm Devo and I already did. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You didn't deny it, dude. So uh, the, but I'm, I'm gonna give it a four. I I don't love how short the finish is. This would definitely like you put this. I put this in a different bottle and I bring it to Vegas or I bring it in a flask in Vegas and give it to someone. They're gonna have the whole flask and they are gonna be absolutely fucked up. This is the no. Perfect. They're gonna they're gonna finish it and they're gonna be like, "Hey, you got some more of that?" And you're like, "Are you sure you just had eight? Well, I don't know what size your flask is, but that's just your Stanley. <laughs> are you part of eight the ounces. like TikTok trend or whatever it is? The Stanley, uh, the growlers or not growlers? Yeah, uh, the yeah. mugs, the or tumbler, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. I have this old Stanley, and I I love the thing. And everyone talks shit on me. And now it's the big thing. And now it's the big thing. Dude, that's everything. Like, I was at Walmart and I bought this, like, beautiful Stanley thermos. It was, dude, it was like $12. Mm-hmm. It was like on clearance. I was so excited. Like, it'll keep your my ice frozen. If you don't open it, it'll ice like three, four days easy. Really? 
That's cool. But everyone made fun of me because Hydro Flasks were cool. I think they're overrated. They keep they keep stuff warm for a long period of time, but not uh, uh, like ice. I also feel like Yetis and Yeti coolers are overrated. Absolutely. Because who the fuck needs ice to last five days? Yeah, but I have a party. Those that are going on a a long. if you're offshore fishing trip, completely agree. No, Yeti straight flex, dude. It is. There's no. It there's is. no other reason. There's no like for a home. A Yeti is completely unnecessary. Yeah, it's yeah. a straight flex. There's no need for that. Like I don't even need the ice to stay for 24 hours. Includes all day, or get yourself a styrofoam. Uh... <laughs> no, that's why I don't. I don't agree with the styrofoam thing. Unless you're going to the <laughs> beach and you want to throw it away and you don't want to transport it both ways completely get that argument but no my, not at my house my dad bought a styrofoam cooler yeah i kept fucking using it really and i'm like throw it the fuck away somebody came over to my house with a cardboard cooler once really was it plastic lined i don't remember i don't think so well it was, yeah i probably had like it was a cardboard like like a wax lined cardboard or okay something. that's interesting but he was like dude i was at target it was cheap i needed something it's perfect yeah because all you need is, is to keep it cool for like two hours. Yeah, no, no, three hours maybe. Long um, for a party. I think the price at fifty to sixty dollars is completely fair. I don't think it improves in the value rating. I think it stays at four. I like it. Uh, if I find, I don't, I don't know if it's something I like. I'm not going to go out of my way to buy it. If I'm at a Bevmo and knowing our Bevmos, we have like dog shit. Bevmos. Well, you have a better Bevmo than we do because you don't have like, like that's your liquor store out that way, Devo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like I don't. Our Bevmos don't get the greatest where I live. Greatest bourbons. We have some like decent selection, but not. I was great. gonna say the one down by Home Depot isn't too bad. The one at the Colonies is better. Is it? Yeah, they get the higher end shit. Mm. A little better area. So. Yeah, I I think it's a, it's a solid four. It's not something I I don't think I'd mix it. I it could make a good old fa- good high proof or f- yeah high proof old fashioned. Could make an interesting one there. I'd probably do something more like trial and error with it though, with like a different type of bitters. Maybe like a cocoa bitters. Okay. Do something a little different with it. Uh Or that mole bitters that we got from Broken Barrel. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That can make an interesting one with this. So, but uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Okay. That's all I got. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I love you guys. See how long the pause would be. I wish I wish we did do video and we need to start soon. But the problem is, is Victor and I are on the same screen and it's going to be really hard to see us on a video when it's like split between Devo and us. So we're I'm going to have to like have one of us on this screen, bring in my laptop and have one of us record with my laptop and then that be on another screen so that you can see all three of us. And that's kind of a pain in the ass. So that's part of it. Okay. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Victor, finish that glass. I want you to try the bottle, the black bottle on the table. <laughs> Be prepared, <laughs> though. That's <laughs> another 16 proof. Whoop. 
I think I um, took a sip too fast earlier, and it, it like hit kind of hard. Like right now, earlier, or like earlier, earlier? Like uh, when we we're taking our first swigs. Okay. What does that mean? It, it didn't feel hot right now. Okay. Well, that's Maybe probably you've had a few glasses. And I'm feeling it. Not a few glasses, a few sips. So, um, I just wanted Victor to try the other bottle before we hop into our bunghole of the week, but Victor's uh-huh. lagging on us. Because I kind of wanted a slight intro into our most recent Patreon episode. Because that's a great segue into if you guys do want to, if you guys enjoy the podcast and aren't a patron, uh, you can go ahead and hop over to patreon.com forward slash bungholes and rabbit holes. It's all spelled out. It's not like an ampersand or anything like that. And you can join our tiers and get access to all of our Patreon exclusive episodes. And the most recent episode we did was Broken Barrel. Uh, the Broken Barrel collaboration with Los Angeles Distillery. And it's kind of a cool story. <clears throat> we got invited to their uh, grand, like their launch party. Super cool. We met a lot of cool people. We got to meet the uh, head distiller. Fuck, Victor. That's a $120 bottle. No, I'm just kidding. I, like, I don't give a shit. It's alcohol. <laughs> You're not kidding. Just don't it fucking is, it break it. It is a $120 bottle. <laughs> and, and, and they don't have many left. Uh, so they did a collaboration with Los Angeles distillery and their head distiller is, uh, Hungarian. So they thought, Hey, let's take a unique, uh, barrel or three unique barrels from their, their storage, I guess. And they were all 51% corn, 49% wheat. And they are bourbon, which is very intriguing because you don't see that Mashville very often. And they secondarily age them. If you don't know about Broken Barrel, they, instead of like aging it in a barrel secondarily, they age it with barrel staves. And they age this with 80% Takaji barrel staves, which is a Hungarian wine that comes from Takaj, the Takaj region of Hungary. Um, and it used Hungarian oak for it. Uh, and then 20% single malt staves makes for a very unique experience. But if you want to get our full review, at least Devo and my full review, you can become a patron and access the episode there. Also reach out to us, bungholes and rabbit holes, TikTok, Instagram, that shit. Send us videos of you eating ass. What? What? Victor's drunk. Don't don't send videos of you eating ass. Do not share your ass eating. I, I and I clearly said I have no desire. To watch the videos or to eat ass? Both. Okay. <laughs> Just clarifying. I was not and there was no hesitation there if you caught on to that. <laughs> Victor's perplexed. There's a lot of flavors there. Yeah. There's a lot going on. And to me, it's kind of like a meal. Wow, that's a good way to put it. Or like dessert. What did you rate it? I'm not going to say because they can become a patron for that. It is like a meal. I know that's that's such a dick move. I hate doing that. But it's true. Like our patrons help support us, help us with our costs and do a lot for us. So I don't want to take that away. What do you think? 
It's different. It is. Good, different, bad, different. I don't know. Maybe they can listen to the Patreon. Well, you go ahead and (laughs) yours is like the, even though you weren't on the podcast, uh, yours is like the preview or commercial. It it is it it's layers of flavor, not in a bad way, but they're different flavors that I'm not used to having. Right, it's like it's it's seriously not like anything you've ever had, not even close. No, and when you say like Hungarian wine, I'm assuming the flavors I'm picking up are that Hungarian wine because I've never I don't know what it is. It's a different. It definitely tastes ethnic. I don't know how to okay. pronounce it. That's fair. Is that not like one of the darkest bourbons you've seen? It is dark, and it came out of a black on black bottle. Yes, it's a cool <laughs> bottle. I like I like Broken Barrel's bottles. I also think that Broken Barrel has a very solid lineup. I don't think you can go wrong with anything in their lineup. Just if you don't like Japanese whiskey, don't buy like their their take on Japanese whiskey. If you don't like, you scotch, know, scotch, a, don't get the a- plank walker. Plank Walker, which I or, just oh, fucking, they don't fig- I just figured out Plank Walker because Johnny Walker, so it's Scotch, right? Like Walker Walker. I just uh-huh. figured that out. Unless there's a like Plank Walker, is that like a rum take? Like you're a plank, no, no, no. You walk the uh, plank. The rum, the rum one was. I don't remember a, the rum one. I can't remember, um, but but they used. I don't know if they still have it. The Isles of. Uh, Pete, because that was the no. That's that's no longer made. Oh, okay, the Isle of Pete. Um, but but they they are, so they have their normal lineup like California Oak Heresy, California uh, Oak Great great bottle for anyone. Um, Sorry, to so inter- their interrupt. their main lineup is great, but they are always trying new things, new staves, new, um, yeah. Obviously, you know, they collaborated with um, Los Angeles LA Distillery. Distillery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just keep an eye out for their bottles and, and heard it from us that we, we definitely enjoy them. Just kind of on that same topic, they're, when they try things, nothing that I've had from them that was like trying something new was bad. Like, or it was like, Maybe it wasn't as good as something else, but everything's solid. So well, and- I do recommend it if you if you're newer to the podcast and you didn't like listen to all of our old whiskey biz podcast episodes. I I'm a big proponent of them. I think they make a lot of good stuff. I like what they're doing. They're different. They've gotten a lot of hate for being different, but, but they've, they've also yet won to a lot put of out. Too. Yeah, they've yet to put out something where I'm like. I just don't love it, especially well, for the price. The price is very fair. And and I think part of that is because of Seth. So Seth's the owner. He goes out and personally tastes the whiskey as the as it's maturing, so to speak. Um, and then he also does uh, listen to uh, his employees and gives them a chance on like their different ideas that they may have. Yes. And being at that release party was pretty cool where we got to talk to like his employees and what they've done. And he's very big on them trying their own stuff. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate that. But Victor, 
give us a rating on that one. Uh, or just give us an overall thought. Like, is it something you would pay $120 for for a special release bottle? They only made three barrels of this, meaning they have 360 bottles. It's 132.6 proof. I think if you're really into bourbons and a one-time experience, this is definitely it. Okay. I like it. I, I think that's a great take on it. Um, yeah. What bourbon? Uh, we had a bourbon and it was fucking disgusting, dude. Who? We like, uh, you was and on the me? show and it tasted very like it was the one Devo gave us from Mammoth. Was it the Mammoth one? Oh yeah. <laughs> there was two of them that were in there that were was really, really bad, and then one was that a, wasn't like as bad. It was a really weird flavor mixture. We did like five bottles that episode, and it like it had a weird like story behind it. Yeah, it came it, from Mammoth. Temperatures cold or cold. And I feel like this is, it did what Mammoth was trying to do, but better. Like the right way. Yeah. Like, like, well, I'm not going to give any, any more away of what I thought. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys do want to hear our full review and us talk about, about random shit and bungholes and Devo and what's on his mind, uh, definitely go over to, to uh, Patreon. We also have all of our old Patreon episodes. So, like, whether it was there's some straight to TV episodes that we did a long time ago, there's whis- all the Whiskey Biz Patreon exclusive episodes are still up there. So, you signing up now, there's a lot of content. It's not like you're just getting, we do at least one episode a month. I'd like to try and do a couple a month from time to time, but it's been tough recently. Uh, but we do at least a minimum of one a month. So, yeah. And we have a bi-monthly meet and greet that you get added to if you join a $5 higher tier. Victor's sometimes on it. Devo and me are always on it. Wait wait (laughs) up. Throw you under the bus? Throw me over the bus. Yeah, I can't lift you over a bus. A toy bus, maybe. I mean, I couldn't even lift Devo over a bus. Yeah, Devo's kind of small. But, yeah, so with that being said... It's time for the bunghole of the week. Dude, every time I think we're in a horror, like a shitty horror film. But I love it. I love it. Wait, were you just doing Mortal Kombat? Mortal yeah. Kombat. I was going to say, Victor's been doing that, that like, uh, the last like two or three times. Didn't we watch that video of a little fat kid doing Mortal Kombat? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That's what I think about. I also think of like Peter Griffin trying to do like mm-hmm. this, the takes on like the different songs. Um, so Devo, who's the bunghole of the week this week? Or, or is it like a, is one person a bunghole of the week? Are they not like what, 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 what did you come up with this week? Um, I, I think it's going to be more so uh, kind of open-ended in terms of like, who can we really point out who the bunghole of the week is? Because I, I feel like there's uh, kind of layers to it. Um, Is it like but, an onion, or like a donkey, y- or a Shrek? Uh, it, it's you mean like an ogre or an well, onion? Well, Shrek's an ogre, yeah. A Shrek. <laughs> no, yeah. I guess there's. It, it is. You can kind of say that it's. It's like a donkey because Eddie Murphy said donkeys have uh, layers. No, 
They're like an onion. In Shrek one. No, Shrek Shrek said that they're that ogres no, are like Sh- onions. Shrek said that? Yeah. I don't think Shrek said that. Shrek would not say that. He has not the words for that. Shrek said that they're like onions. That ogres are like onions. I think the donkey said that ogres are like onions. Donkey said onions. Not everybody likes onions. What about parfaits? Everybody loves parfaits. Fuck, he just watched this like last week, didn't he? Did. He? he watched it right before this episode. No, I watched it a lot as a kid. <laughs> I don't think you're a kid. That came out in like 2006. No. Shrek? Yeah, that was in 2006. I'm fact checking like, you right that here. That was like uh, oh, it was two, 2001. 2000. Oh, you're 2001. Close, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Look up the onion. I know you're doing that, but uh, so the incident oh, that I'm uh, that I was going to bring up for the bunghole of the week is um, JJ Reddick. Uh, kind of, I don't know how to explain it, other than. Kind of going against what uh, Kendrick Perkins ended up saying about uh, who was a uh, young bitch. I can't pronounce his name. Jokic. Jokic. Uh, getting the MVP and how it must have been a bunch of white people that voted for him. And JJ Reddick ended up saying, like, that that's the problem with. What's going on? Uh, no, you said that's the problem with the show. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. You guys, you guys must have watched it more than I did. <laughs> I saw it like twice. Oh, you're right. Uh, Shrek did say ogres are like onions. Oh, Sorry, you're right, Diva. Go Devo. I mean, I should have known better. Like that's like me fucking quoting Harry Potter in front of you. <laughs> wow! You're like you're like no, that was in the Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves? Exactly. What the If fuck? I told any average person, like Harry Potter, Den of Thieves, they'd be like, oh yeah, I saw that one. You knew that that wasn't an episode or one of For the some movies. Reason, I'm thinking of Aladdin when you say Den of Thieves. Oh, I was just thinking of the movie Den of Thieves. Is there really a movie called Den of Thieves? Isn't that with Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. Victor, can you pick up where I obviously dropped the ball? Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. The MVP of this. So. I don't know. So I, I. Oh, it's Gerard Butler. Sorry. Gerard Butler. Oh, Pablo. Oh, that's the one with Gerard Butler, Pablo Schreiber, Schreiber, Curtis Jackson, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Evan Jones, Don Oliveira, and Mo McRae and Max Holloway. So it was kind of recent. 2018. Oh, okay. I think you can find it on your uh, regular streaming sources. Um, but long story short, yeah, Kendrick Perkins said that basically the people voting for MVP are white males. Just because and a they white favor, man won. And they, well, no, that's what he's claiming. Uh, and that's why Jokic won it. And he said that there have been three people outside of the top 10 in the last 20 years that won MVP and they were all white. You have Steve Nash, you have Jokic, and you have... Fuck, I don't remember the third guy. Oh, uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki? 
Winsky. So two foreign. Actually, all three, aren't they? <laughs> Dude, and that's the thing that trips me the fuck out, right? Like, they're all, all they're three like, foreign. Yeah. These, like, Steve Nash spoke the Canadian best English. English. Um, I believe you're correct. But in that time, and so JJ Reddick's point is well, Perkins, you aren't looking at stats, and you stopped the year after like other white men won but they were in the top 10 in scoring they were the best player in the league or like they were the best player in the league Mm -hmm. and then also excluded all these other situations where like jordan won it he wasn't top 10 scoring magic johnson won it he wasn't top 10 scoring and i think what perkins said brings up a great point just because you're the top 10 in scoring doesn't mean you're the MVP, right? Like Perkins or, or Reddick, both, right? Like the whole item, right? Like Perkins tried to make it racial, but I think he brought up another point that he didn't intend to bring up: that does the MVP have to be top ten scoring? I don't think so, because really, in most NBA le- uh, most NBA seasons the top scorer and the 10th top scorer is separated by like two to three points. How many games are separated by two to three points? There aren't a lot. Usually it's, I teams. feel like there used to be, um, there, In there are, there used to be, there are still, but if you look at like a lot of games, right. And we, we learned this when we did the straight, uh, no, uh, underdog sports podcast right long time ago that's like ancient fucking history um that if you're if you believe that a team is going to win and they're favored by or they're favored or unfavored by three points or less you're better off betting it straight up outside of like if they're gonna win by three like if it's minus three or less there's no benefit to taking to uh like betting them straight up the chance of them winning by one to three is super low. So, like, that's not going to, like, them scoring three more points isn't going to win them the game, right, in a lot of cases. And and an MVP, in my opinion, most valuable player, not highest point scorer. No, no, no. It should be based off of, like, like not defensive yeah, like players said, not, get shit on in this in this category, right? Because you're never going to win MVP. You could be the greatest defensive player ever, and maybe you'll win Defensive Player of the Year, but you're not going to get MVP. Yeah, and it and that's a that's a great point too, or a, a, an interesting thought is you could probably name a few MVPs in the last few years, but could you name the Defensive Player of the Year? Probably not. It is overlooked more so. So overlooked. People are are more looking at uh you know highest like you said the highest scorer and just um, like NFL and quarterbacks generally win MVP. Yeah, but why why couldn't the defensive line? <laughs> no, and seriously, because, you know, like like they're the ones that are saving the game or saving like JJ Watt. He probably had multiple seasons where it was borderline the greatest of a defensive tackle or defensive ends 
career. I was gonna say double digit uh, sacks, right? Yeah, and look at like Donald or Dar- Donald, right? What's his first name? Yeah. Sam Darnold. No, Sam Darnold. Sorry, the defensive tackle for the uh, Rams. Aaron. Aaron Darnold. Sam. Uh, I think it's Donald, not Darnold. Is it like Donald Duck? Is it? Fuck. Oops. No, it's hard weird. to run the ball against Rams and Madden. It, yeah, because because that, that fucker's on the left side and then pops in on the when I run it right, and, and like, he's undersized for his position. He's like the strongest motherfucker in the league. But <laughs> so what you're saying is like it didn't need to be like it didn't race. need to it be top to be ten scoring. And that's what JD well, absolutely. And that's, yeah, and that's exactly what JJ Reddick what was what he was going after. Now, now the hardest thing is JJ Reddick's white, mm-hmm. right? So whenever if like a non-white guy said that, it would mean a lot. But it was a white guy that said it. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> it has like in in those terms, a lot of people are like, "Ah, oh, he's a fucking white guy. Of course he's going to stand up for the white guy." But I don't feel like he's a racist guy. I don't think you can play in the NBA in today's day and age and be racist. I, I want to segue that. Okay. I think the NBA is the least racist sport in the world. I could agree with that. I think there are millions of white young male looking up to African-American players who want to be white like them, idolize them, collect Agreed. their cards, put their posters on the boards. I mean, same thing with NFL. Wear their jerseys. I think I think the NFL you got a majority of white quarterbacks, which kind of dilute that, which I think is getting better. What do you think but, of baseball then? But you don't get a lot of white running backs. You don't get a lot of white wide receivers. You, you see Christian McCaffrey, and you're like, damn, dude, that guy's just a fucking beast. But what he's a physical Jesse? specimen. But who is the who's the tight the, end though? Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. Like Kelsey, tight end is kind of a white position. You know, For, of, I mean, anything on the line. Is is notoriously white, right? Like, kind of is. Not not fully, but like it is. Like generally, you look at offensive line; it's a lot of really large white men. But if the types of the types of physicality you need to be a tight end, if you're African American, you're playing playing basketball. You're playing like a power forward. Yeah, you're like LeBron James would probably make a great tight end. Probably make a great uh, fucking linebacker as well. Yeah. Well, he what might about, have too high of a center of gravity, though. What about Antonio? Is that his first name? Gates. Yeah, Gates. Yeah, the Chargers tight end. Yeah. He was great. He, was. he did. He, he played basketball the, for a little bit, too, there. I think so in college, did Travis right? Kelsey. I don't know if he played in college, but I'm pretty sure he played in high school. And again, basketball, you're you're not a minority as an African-American playing basketball in the basketball community. You're the majority. I mean, look at the old movie of uh, White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> no, and, and you know, but at I don't want to sound racist, but Kendrick Perkins is, you know. He's making, he's causing... I mean, he's a controversial guy that's, anyway. That's who he, he is. He is kind of a bunghole. Yeah, and I'd argue, like, oh, I expected that from Perkins. Absolutely. He's a type of he is personality, regardless of what his race was, to say something controversial like that. 
Perkins gets a. Uh, and I, I want to go down there. And road. I kind of want to say Reddick. Reddick just got tired of it he, and called him out on his shit. He 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 got triggered and his switch was flipped. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think he went on a little too hard and aggressive about it. Maybe, but it's it's like the Wait, straw that broke the camel's back. He wasn't yeah, wrong. Was say, does I it have, need to happen at times though? But that's to make a change. But that's the show. That is the show. Like yeah. he fell into what the show was trying to. You know, he that's exactly the content the show is looking for, and he created that content. So it's it's funny because we were talking shit on uh, what's the what's that white sports Skip. commentator. Skip Bayless. Oh, Skip. Good old Skip. We talked because I feel like Skip Bayless is the white version of Perkins. Yeah, no, absolutely. Completely, but he yeah. gets a lot more shit. So he is Skip Bayless got called out by Brandon Marshall. Okay. And Brandon Marshall was like, What did you do? You didn't play like you were you didn't even start in high school in whatever sport he played. I don't even remember. But he's like how how can you talk at this level? And I think there is something to be said. Like there's some people that understand sports really well, but they can't play them well. Like they played, but th- like I under I probably understand sports a lot better than I ever played outside of maybe golf. But but you can you can argue the the opposite as well. Like there's great players who could never be great coaches. Absolutely. Because they don't understand that things that came naturally to them. So the reason I brought up Skip Bayless is he got called out that he couldn't play the sport, right? There were a few videos that I saw on like TikTok where they're like, Kendrick Perkins is talking shit about this, but let's watch some Kendrick Perkins highlight videos. And he like tries to like throw down a dunk and doesn't even get to the rim. And like, it's just all this shit where they're kind of like talking shit about Perkins. And it's kind of funny because the way Perkins talks is like he is, he was a, you know, hall of fame type player or that's kind of the aura that I get from him that he's like, his shit doesn't stink. Did he even make it to the NBA? He did, right? He was. Yeah. So it's just more of like his Perkins. He played on a big team. He, 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 he was a, but he wasn't like, anything near a star he may have started but i think he started but i think he was the he was like he was like like, man yeah so so do you think it's like ego that has helped like you know him act that way feeling played on okc that cleveland i remember him on okc he's 38 years old now let's look at his stats real quick i don't know so he he played 782 games he averaged four five point four points, five point eight rebounds. So rebounds, that's solid. Points, it's a little low. Um he started basically most of his career he started at Boston. Then he I remember him on Boston. Then he came in with OKC in twenty ten to twenty eleven from Boston. And he didn't, uh, he started kind of, and then he started with OKC. And then after 2014, he was basically, 
he barely played. And he played for the Pelicans in 2015-2016. Um, but he was playing like 27 minutes a game. And he averaged 5.5 rebounds, which, again, that's that's completely fair. His best season was 10.1 points. Blocks, it was the same. That or No, his best season was two blocks per game. That's solid. Steals, nothing to write home about. Assists, nothing to write home about. He just, he, he, oh no, he had eight rebounds a game in a couple seasons. That's really solid. But, like, I, like, he's not putting up stats of a Hall of Famer. Or a, like, a memorable starter. But, okay. But he did play at the professional level, so I'm not going to take that from him. And, I mean, you guys are sitting here saying, like, Oh, MVP. So what about all these other players? Once the next year happens, nobody gives a shit about last year's MVP. Correct. Like, it's just... uh, It goes for all sports. You're right. It's just a ceremonial award. I mean, like you said, if you're a true fan of the sports, you know, you have your favorite players and you watch the guys do well. And I mean, there are more awards, right? I'm sure there's a high scorer award. Uh, No. Well, there really isn't. There's like an offensive player, there's a defensive player, there's first team NBA, second team NBA. Yeah, so I mean there's there's first enough, team defensive, second team defensive. There's enough awards to give the people who did well an award, right? Yeah. But it, the funny thing is like you and here's I guess where my issue arises. You don't hear NBA players mean like Jokic didn't deserve it. And there are a lot of NBA players that are very outspoken. LeBron, Kyrie Irving. I think, oh God, I'm going to sound racist though. I think Jokic scares a majority of the NBA. The dude's very, the guy's a great player. I think there's He's terrifying. He does have like kind of a scary vibe to him. I think there's a new era of player and Jokic is that player. And people are saying physical. Because isn't doesn't he play pretty physical? He does. He yeah. plays he plays European ball. Yeah. So I think this this European style player is is scaring the current. Well, look. I mean, current. I feel like European styles starting to make a big impact on the NBA. And I think, especially of like Harden like, with the Euro step, he's probably the best player with the Euro step. So, I, and I think the the fear is how do I put this? Uh, gentrification of the NBA. No, so it's the other reverse gentrification of the to NBA. go back to what what the NBA used to be type of thing. No, I, I think they're they're scared of a surplus of white players. Interesting. Now, no Perkins' argument against that would be, well, the owners are white, so who cares? Even though doesn't Jordan still own part of the uh, or Wizards? The wizard, yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting because the owners are American. These guys aren't American. You'd think that they would favor the American white guys. I I don't. I think so. I've been watched. I I watch a lot of baseball. And you watch it spring training or. Uh, the, right now, uh, it's the World Baseball Yeah, Classic. the Classic. Yeah. And I think the reach is international market. 
And the World Baseball Classic is bigger than the Super Bowl. But as Americans, in in terms of (laughs) inner, like most people watch internationally, like World Baseball Classic is huge. Not in the U.S. Japan, Korea. Sorry, I'm yeah, jumping no, all over you. Like Japan, Korea, uh, I know Cuba and like Puerto Rico, like those countries like Dominican on, Republic. Those countries go on like pause during during you know. I could see weeks. that, and it's it's bigger than the Super Bowl. So who wants to throw an event bigger than the Super Bowl? And if we can get more Americans involved in the World Baseball Classic, like this, this could be the World Cup of baseball, which is huge. Here's the thing that I. And and I I kind of see what you mean with there's the concern of that because the end like the U.S. and basically NBA players right like even though they're NBA players that don't play for the U.S. right you get like Jokic will play for his home country but the U.S. used to dominate the Olympics right we used to dominate on an international stage. Now we get to like in 2012, we lost to Argentina. Now, not going to lie. If I thought of uh, we lost, if someone said, oh, my God, we lost Argentina, I would be like, I am not surprised we lost Argentina in soccer. (laughs) I would not be surprised. But like the fact that we lost Argentina in basketball, I don't even care if it's the if literally the not top 10 players from the NBA played in it. Like you could put, I would, I would assume that our top 10 college players would kick Argentina's ass. And we got beat by Argentina because they play like a team. Our team, you get 10 of the biggest egos in the world, put them on the same team and we lose. Yeah, no, and that's the hard part with basketball, right? Because basically it's the all-star game. Yes. And the all-star game, I used to enjoy watching because they still kind of played. Now you watch it and it's like, it's, it's literally like a dunk contest and three point contest turned into a basketball game. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's so horrible. I have no desire. The dunk contest used to be fun to watch. Now it's just like, it's kind of like a, it's just not fun. You were going to say circus. I was, and I didn't (laughs) want to get backlash for that because that's not what I meant. People. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it, it literally is like it's just all about like the the like the last year that I enjoyed watching the dunk contest was when Blake Griffin jumped over a fucking car. The Kia, the red one. Yeah, that's that's a that's a while back. That was it was a horrible dunk and he got tens. I mean, it wasn't a horrible dunk. It was a good dunk, but it wasn't worthy of tens. It was like at best like a seven. Have you seen those clips? I can't remember the guy's name, and I don't know if he's American or not. But the white um, dude, yeah, the dunks, yeah, that dude's insane. He was on uh, like it, it, it's some random, like it's dunk like contest yeah, that goes, goes it got around, pretty right? big. That got big for a while, and then it kind of went away. But uh, it was on TV was for innovative. a while. It was it, like that's what I felt like the dunk contests were, were before, and now it's just regurgitated. Uh, yeah. The female you, dunk contest was pretty good. No, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> so fun story about that. So I'm I'm talking with uh, so I I bowl and we have some teammates and one of our teammates isn't a basketball fan. Like he he has 
no real basketball interest. And he goes, I was, I was in shock because I saw a video on YouTube of the 10 best N- uh, WNBA plays in 2021 to 2022 season. And he goes, one of them was a lady dunked. And someone hit a three-pointer. Like, it was not anything exciting. <laughs> and then you pull, like, you fucking turn on ESPN, and you see the best NBA plays from the last week. And it's like all this, like, all these crazy plays, you know? And I feel like even even if you take that, if you were to look at, like, the top 10 plays of 2022 or 2023, uh, 2022, because that was a full year, right? And you compared them to like the top ten plays of twenty two thousand two. I would say outside of the dunks aren't as crazy necessarily. Like guys are bigger into like being flashy with their dunks now. But I would say the plays were better in two thousand two or prior. Like it was more about playing the game better than showing off. And now I feel like the NBA is just all about showing off. Like think about like Larry Bird. And I've seen a few videos recently with um, Magic Johnson talking about Larry Bird. And if Magic Johnson is like bragging about how good you were, you know you're a fucking good player, right? Like some of the stories, it's crazy because Larry Bird wasn't athletic. I mean, he was tall. He moved decent down the floor. The dude could shoot like, like someone could be standing in his face, covering his eyes, and he would shoot like no one was there. Well, what I think is funny is that most clips also talk about how he was just such a big shit talker. (laughs) And I love that. (laughs) Like, but here's the difference, right? Like today, NBA players talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, right? But Larry Bird would be like, I'm going to win this game right here. And I'm going to do it with your hand in my face. And he'd fucking do it. Like, I feel like nowadays everybody talks shit, but they can't like back it up like they used to. Like Jordan, Magic. Like I feel like those guys would talk shit. Kevin Garnett was a huge shit talker. Mm-hmm. And those guys would always back it up. Now, Garnett played into, I think, did he play into the 2010s? He may have. But it was like toward the end of his career. Duncan was quiet, huh? Duncan, he, so it's funny. Because he always appeared quiet, but people would say he talked a lot of shit. Oh, really? But I feel like Duncan, a Hall of Famer for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no doubt about it. He he was had one of like the like I think he was sneaky good. Like you never saw him on a top ten list of maybe rebounding, but you wouldn't really see him on top ten scoring. But he was so he was such he was like a leader of the team. You just hit like glass. Mm-hmm. Bro, I dropped a glass into my dishwasher and it th- hit the metal of the dishwasher and it fucking was fine. I didn't know how that happened. Tempered? Uh, no, it was a fucking uh, Glen Cairn. Oh. Like, they are a lot more durable than they appear. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I, I, get, I went way off topic because you were talking about NBA. I think it's fun to talk about NBA. I think it's really it fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I really like to watch the old school NBA. Like go back into the, watch like the 1998 finals. And that tell me that wasn't a better, 
I think it was Bulls Jazz. I could be wrong on the year. There were like five years, like there was four out of five years as Jazz and Bulls in the finals. And watching that was, in my opinion, so much better. I'll take a little more too, if you don't mind, Victor. But the table would like some as well. Um. Uh, but I, I would argue that basketball was better back then. And I think, personally, I think Reddick put Perkins in his place with good points. Now, I like Reddick. I liked Reddick in college. I thought the guy, I mean, he was just a pure shooter. He didn't, he played good defense. He wasn't a great defender because he wasn't as athletic as the other guys. But the guy could shoot the lights out. Um, so maybe I have a little bias there. I also am not a big Perkins fan. I think he just says shit to stir stuff up, kind of like Skip Bayless. I'm not a Skip Bayless fan. Well, and um, I like people that say it like it is, but don't say it to like, like for clickbait. And I feel like Bayless right. and Perkins are clickbait dudes. Well, and and the other guy, um, or shock I mean, factor, Kevin, I guess. Ke- Kevin Hart makes fun of this guy and says that you're you're snap snap famous, um, and I can't think of his name now. Uh, Smith is his last name Smith. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Um, I, I feel he, like he's the same way. So I would argue that Stephen A. Smith is, but he's. He's more of he says what people aren't willing to say because they're afraid. Okay. Like I feel like Stephen A. Smith would talk shit on LeBron James. I don't think many commentators would talk shit on LeBron James. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's my take on it. He does say some shit and you're like, fuck, shut up. <laughs> but I don't know. Victor, what's your thought on Stephen A. Smith? Um I think he's clickbaity too yeah a lot of he's saying things and it's almost like tiktok style oh yeah like shorthand type yeah Yeah. i can watch him on tiktok but then trying to get the whole segment of him i'll lose my interest and go to tiktok but actual tiktok (laughs) one thing that i don't like is when they bring race into it because it's 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 starting to get to a point where you're taking away from someone that deserved it. You're basically pulling Kanye at the Emmys. Oh, with Taylor Swift? Yeah. And Beyonce had a better video? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, you're taking... You completely ruined the award for that person. Now, they're probably used to it, and I don't think, like, Jokic takes offense to it because he's like he's probably like fuck Perkins look at what he did in his career and look what I'm doing <laughs> well and that's his attitude anyways didn't he score a, a half court shot probably I mean the guy <laughs> is he and again it's because he plays European basketball if you notice like probably 20 like 15 to 20 years ago in that time frame or actually like 15 years prior so like 2005 ish and prior centers didn't shoot, and you mm-hmm. get one that occasionally could, but not many centers or even power forwards could shoot. Now you have like power forwards and centers can shoot, yeah, because they spread the floor, your, right? Your center center doesn't your traditional center doesn't exist anymore. No, like Shaq was the epitome of a traditional center. I think 
Shaq may be the greatest center to play the game. I think he was, no question. I don't think I think you put Wilt Chamberlain in his prime against Shaq in his prime, and Wilt Chamberlain cannot stand a fucking chance. Shaq was like the most dominant center ever to play the game. And he's such a cool guy. I think I do like he's Shaq pretty humble for that. About it too, he is. He is. He's been told he's been told multiple times. And he's like, uh, well, I mean, you you can think that like it's whatever, but let's get back to the show type of thing. When I don't think he'd ever take away from what Wilt did, but I do legitimately think that Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar against Shaq, that they just do not, they don't compare. You put Shaq on either of those teams and they're better than what they are. Now the fucker couldn't shoot a free throw. And that was super annoying. <laughs> and he does. And I still have a hard time. Like a free throw is potentially the easiest shot you get as an NBA player. He should have just started uh, doing granny Dude. shots. Like yeah. And they, there was game. that discussion uh, about a lot of centers. They've said that. But <laughs> Shaq was super dominant. But I think he was kind of like the last true center. That you can't like Shaq. No one could guard Shaq. Maybe like Tim Duncan could, but I think Dwight Howard could, like at the yeah, beginning the Dwight, of his career. Dwight, and it was me, but uh, Dwight wasn't. I'm not a Dwight fan. I'm not either. He kind of bugs me too. I started watching that show, Special Forces, uh, the toughest test or whatever it is, where the celebrities win out on with what's it Special on? Forces. It's on Fox, but it's on. You can find it on Hulu. Hulu, okay. Um, but uh, and Dwight's they, Dwight's draining threes in Japan right now, isn't he? Oh, dude, that was fucking hilarious. I mean, good for him for. I mean, he's making probably five times what the next closest players making in Japan. But did you see the video of him getting manhandled by that big ass dude in Japan? Yeah, he was just getting torn up, and this dude's just he he looks like if you saw him walking down the street, you're like, damn, that dude's tall, but he looks he doesn't look athletic at all. And he was just manhandling Dwight Howard. But I think Dwight Howard probably stood the best chance at guarding Shaq well, but that was because Dwight Howard was earlier in his career, kind of maybe in his prime and Shaq was on his way out. But like the shit Shaq did, he was just, no one could compete with Shaq. He just back it up. Yeah. And then watching some of the, I mean, the size of Shaq, what was he, 7'2, like 320 pounds? Fucking yeah. Dude. And he's, he's tiny, dude. And yeah, he's 7'2, so it's not hard for him to dunk. But you look at some of the dunks that he made, like the alley oops that he would make, it's like, that dude's fucking athletic. Yeah, he was able to jump at least. He could. A bit. He could get off the ground pretty good for being that big. Yeah. Like what? What's what was Yaming? He was uh, seven four. Was he seven four? Yeah, seven Dude, five. Didn't jump I think. at all. He he barely no. just like. But Yao Ming was talented. He wasn't Shaq talented. I would argue he that he's like, like Shaq fringe in terms of muscle. But he was fringe Hall of Fame quality. I would still say Yao Ming's like a top twenty-five center of all time. He he had he struggled to be healthy though. Yeah, I mean, not many. There, yeah, exactly. Once you hit like six six or higher, you start to have a lot of health problems. Like 
humans aren't really designed to be six six or taller. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> we got giants uh, among our <laughs> right, our friend group. Fucking Chris <laughs> at like six seven or six six, and Charles at six four. I'm like I'm short in our friend group, and then Charles six four. <laughs> You're short. He's really six four. Yeah, I think so. Six I'd three, never, six four. I, but I never know him standing him standing next to Chris. I know, I know it's trippy. I look short, and I'm six feet tall. Like I'm above average. I'm pretty sure that that's why uh, Noah cried. Is because there was just a bunch of large men <laughs> in the room. Yeah, because <laughs> he's used to me and Ariana being shorter. Yeah. No, that's funny though. And a bunch of beards. Like big <laughs> beards, not like like you have a fairly short beard. I know you grew it out at times. I, I started growing it out. Yeah. yeah. I had to I had to trim it though. But I don't know. I just get I get a little tired of Perkins. Um I think I think maybe maybe I I think JJ did a good job or Reddick did a good job of kind of putting him in his place because I feel like Perkins was a little shocked. Maybe he stepped over the line a little bit, but But, but, he usually doesn't. So I I don't think it's a bad thing, but he didn't do it in a way that I thought was disrespectful. I think he just tried to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was distasteful because he did use statistics and I do like that about Reddick. Reddick is huge on stats. So is Perkins, but Perkins likes to forget about some stats. <laughs> Just to fit his narrative, right? Yes, yes. Perkins is the epitome of a poorly done scholarly journal. Where they okay. they make the like Fair I think enough. we've all read them in college, right? Where someone's like, "Hey, read this scholarly journal and tell me what you think." And you're like, that person excluded all these important <laughs> items that should have been included. And I, I think he's really good at that. I, I'm i not saying he's not good at his job. I just don't personally like him that much. But we've talked a lot about this. This was your favorite topic of all time. Dude, I just, I could talk sports all day outside of soccer. Talk soccer and Mainly it'll be NBA. Devo. Let's talk basketball <laughs> or baseball. Baseball, next you guys week. are definitely better than me next, too. Next week. <laughs> well, we gotta have someone but that's the funny thing, right? Like when you think of controversial topics, you don't hear it coming up much in like baseball, soccer. In soccer, you get all the flopping. Ba- baseball but... it was mostly the uh and it was at the time of um performance enhancing drugs, which we've talked about in the past. Yeah, and that's but... like whistleblowers, but like I feel like the whistleblowers in the MLB were basically like criminal informants for the FBI. Like they got mm-hmm. caught and they're like, wait, 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 I have a bunch of people I can tell you don't, don't ban me. But what I think is funny is that most, I feel like most MLB fans are fine with the, with the guys that uh, had the performance enhancing drugs. So this is a this is a stance that I have that a lot of people give me shit about is let them all use it. Did you hear that the NFL is going to stop drug testing players under 250 pounds? No shit. 
Who the fuck cares? Like, if you look at linemen, I'm not sitting there like, oh, that dude's probably on steroids. That dude's got a fucking belly bigger than mine. Like, I don't think... Like, it's not like he's 350 pounds, 2% body fat. And after every play, they're putting their hands on their hips and they're breathing heavy. Yeah, (laughs) those guys look like me playing basketball in high school. Do you ever watch a TikTok and it's a big girl and they're like, oh, the Eagles need a new uh, left tackle. I have not seen that, Victor. Your algorithm is real fucked. Your algorithm is so fucked, Victor. But no, I... I agree with the performance enhancing like who I don't know. It's not good for them, but if they want to make their life shorter, go for it. Like it doesn't make their life shorter, make their dick shorter. It's fine. Right. I mean, they probably already have kids, so (laughs) I don't know. I just think that it was funny. Wasn't Conseco the one that was the whistleblower and then he was using them. And that's why I brought up the FBI thing. There was a lot. Conseco was also the, uh, person that head butted a home run so oh there's that no it wasn't canseco is clemens that's who i was thinking of roger clemens but who would have ever guessed that fucker was using in performance enhancing drugs but from my understanding of the mlb is that everyone's doing it yes like everyone everyone was doing the performance enhancing drug everybody's putting pine tar in their fingers to get a higher spin rate on the ball Everybody was doing the Astros trash can thing in their own special way. Oh, I'm sure. Like, it, but it's not like Belichick like, was the only one that like, thought to fuck with the opponent's uh, headsets. Yeah, it's well, like well, really I, how how stupid I, I were the rest like, of the teams? I feel like it kind of takes away from putting so many restrictions, like the pitch clock. I agree. I kind of like it, the it pitch may, clock. I kind of like the pitch it, clock. It, it may make the game that much more exciting, especially watching. I can't remember the pitcher, but he is Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that he, like held his leg up for like now. ten seconds. No, no, before no, no, he threw no. it. Uh, no, the, did you see the that guy, one? I haven't yet. Uh, are you talking about the Yankee? No, I think he the, like the, I forget who it was. I, think Schor- I can't say his name. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, he used the pitch of, clock to his advantage. Absolutely, because he he loved that. The first batter that ended up uh, calling time, he's like, "Okay, well, I already have the pitch that I'm wanting to throw." Then he gets set, waiting for the um, batter to get into the box, and once the batter gets into the box, he pitches it. Like, yeah, Yeah, there's that, and then I completely love it. And then there was the other one where the same thing happened: the pitcher, the batter got in the box, and like he held his leg up. For like 10 seconds. That's and then funny. he threw it. Like, I fucking love that. Like, I think that's a pitcher's job is to get into the player's heads. And I, I think well, the, I think, I think the, that's half of why the pitchers are so good. I think the problem is they try to create a hitter's game. And this is creating a pitcher's game. And I, I love the pitcher's agree. game. I think the pitcher game is, is more important than the hitter's game. I have in all sports, right? Like outside of football, I feel like a defensive football game is kind of fucking boring. Absolutely. But I feel like a good defensive baseball game or a, and it's kind of boring too, but I can appreciate it. But like going back to basketball, I love a defensive game. I would love to watch a basketball game where it's like the winning team scores 80 points. College basketball. That's basically (laughs) what you're looking at, right? Like, well, and the funny thing is, recently, go like ahead, uh, 
the last few games or something like that, it, it's been like the high 120s, high, like almost not high. Wasn't like, like 140? I think, yeah. I think the lowest scoring team on average is probably like 100, 105 points. It didn't used to be that way. Yeah, I remember no. breaking 100 was a big deal. Yeah. But defense. Like you break 100 points, you get tacos or something. Like. Did you guys hear about the high school team? <laughs> so it's like a number. This one high school team played a like number one prospect in the state, right? And this team wasn't good. And in the game, the score of the game was like eight to six. And this was against like a number one team. And what they did is they held the fucking ball because they didn't have a shot clock. Oh, did you hear I about do that one? Remember that? Yeah, I fucking love that shit. Now I would never want to watch that fucking game. But but that's using the rules to your advantage. That's fuck yes. That's, that's a smart play. I think that's something that a lot of people hate, but I fucking love is when teams use the rules to their advantage, and they they show that hey, there's it shows the mental game of basketball should, or sports. You should watch race car driving. Oh, for sure. That's your, all it is, dude. Your That's Formula all One. All it is is I was, using the rules to your advantage. I was watching these two guys race. There's this there's this guy. He's he's probably like 30, 32 years old. So he's in in terms of like sprinting, he's he's past his prime, right? Like once you're once you're over 30, you're pretty much out of the game in any sort of Are you talking about running. the run gum guy? Maybe. But this guy, so he said, like, I think I can beat any runner. Like and he challenged any runner to any race they wanted college up to I think four hundred meters. Campus, right? What's that? College college campus. I think it was. And this yeah. guy like on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I saw. One. And this guy yeah, is like, back. "Hey, we're gonna run the four hundred meters." And this guy was like a runner. And the first hundred meters. So, uh, the one guy was a college runner. Yeah, but he was a four hundred meter runner, and the other guy I think was like more of like a two hundred meter. And he lets yeah. him spin a wheel. And... Well, well, and they, they start out the run. So 400 meters is a quarter of a mile or a little more than a quarter of a mile. It's four, four, wait. It's a quarter of a mile. No, it's two laps around the track. That's an 800. No. Two, it's, it's a four. Two laps around the oh, track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four is a mile. In essence, in, 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 a, in a high a school. Yeah. So it's 400 meters. And they did, I think maybe they were running... Yeah, they're running 400 meters, but I think it was a short track. I think it was a 200 meter track. Mm. And they're like, we ran the first 200 meters in, which is an eighth of a mile. And they were like, in a minute. And that kind of goes back to your point where you're not racing at your top speed the whole time. You're controlling the game, right? Like neither of them were running fast. They were just, they were, one guy was waiting on the other guy to go. It was kind of like uh, Fast and the Furious, right? With uh, Vin Diesel, he's mm. like, "Up, oh, you did. You, you turned on your nitrous you, you too double soon. Double clutch when you should, or did uh, it too soon? Yeah, I still don't know what double clutch means. I have no idea. You're, I think it's a made up. Isn't it? I think I think of skipping, basketball with double clutch. The high, you're, you're, no, you if you skip two, you're skipping, you'd be you're, you're, no, 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 no. You're you're skipping one gear, but keeping the RPMs high to be able to get into it. Would it drop, right? No, you can't do that. I, I don't know what double like I think of basketball whenever I hear of double clutch because it doesn't make sense in any other context. Like a double clutch would be a double pump fake. 
I'm going to Google it. Because I've wondered what it was for years, and I could never figure it out. But it's interesting because you're you're completely right, Victor. Like the person leading the race rarely ever wins it in racing, in car racing. But I mean, that's what they call the it's in it's all the races. Pace car, yeah, really. There's pace, even setters. though it's not the pace car, it's the pace setter. You're completely right. And and when you when you race, you have a team. There's correct. You're. I would argue that the pit pit. The pit crew is the equivalent of an offensive NFL line. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if you're if you're in front, right, you're getting all the wind resistance. Therefore, you're eating your tires. Y- you mean, yeah, yeah, because you can't draft. Correct, and and the the car behind you has the advantage, and you got to stay either far enough in front of the car. In second place, where they have to eat the wind resistance too, or you're fucked. Correct. Otherwise, everybody's and and that's why, like when like Talladega Nights did a really good job with it, right? Like where the the slingshot, it's slingshot engaged and all that, or what? Yeah. And the guy in the guy in the front, and they do the same thing in team racing. Well, it's not really team racing when you talk about like the Tour de France, but it's it is team racing, right? Like those guys swap one guy's in front. They go, they go, they go. Then the last guy goes to the front and then they go, they go, they go. And then they transition, right? Like, because even though you wouldn't think you're getting a ton of wind resistance from someone being right in front of you biking there, there is right. Just like cars. Like you want to get good, uh, good gas mileage tailgate, a tailgate, a fifth wheel. Uh, Mythbusters did a a thing on that, and you have to be like, you have to be five fucking to seven close. feet, yeah, yeah, five to seven feet from the back. But look at like NASCAR; they're literally on their yeah, bumpers. they're inches, yeah, they're, yeah. They're or over. or uh, Formula One similar. I don't know if it's quite that close. Uh, so there's a there's an issue with Formula One right now. Where the, the wings or what? Yeah, the aerodynamics create what they call dirty air. So if you're too close. It makes it worse. It makes it worse. And you got to find the, the sweet I love spot. That. Like I love it's, that. they call it the slipstream. I thought that was in uh planes. Yeah. Just like planes. It's, I mean, it's the same. <laughs> it's, it's the same concept, right? Aerodynamic. Because it pushes <laughs> air up and down. So if you're too close, you're hitting their up and down. If you're far enough away, you're missing the up and the down. Is that what it is? It, it creates a suction cup. Okay. So it technically pulls you. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Did you know Formula One's going to be racing in the Las Vegas Strip soon? Uh, yes. I'm kind of. I kind of wanted to go watch it no, there. Absolutely not. But I don't. It'd be. It's be, so expensive. It'd be cheaper for you to fly to Europe and watch a race there. I do not doubt that. I was looking because so I I get deals through MGM or MGM Rewards, and it said like oh you can get tickets and it was for four days per person it's twenty eight hundred dollars just for the tickets. My buddy said he not went, for the hotel. My buddy said he went to Barcelona, and he paid three hundred dollars and got seen in the best uh, bleachers on the track all weekend. I could see that. Now, I think Vegas would be badass to watch it. Oh, it would be. 
it would be. But I'm not going to go. But I had no idea. Yeah, I think coming to the U.S., they, the Vegas <laughs> Vegas pops up. Now it's a big one. I think it's Miami. Yes. And San Antonio. I think you were correct. Otherwise, it wasn't in the U.S. Long Beach had it for a while, but... They had the Grand Prix, no, they, yeah. which was IndyCar. Different than F1. Correct. It's 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 like a mix between NASCAR and... Yeah. Like They'll do the circle track, and they'll do a real track. Yeah. Agreed. But they hate the circle track, dude. I'm sure. That's got to be boring as shit. And like That's super, a complete mental game. It's super dangerous, too. I could see that. It's so high speed. Yeah. Because you're going 187 miles per hour the whole fucking time. Yeah, because I think um, most tracks, especially the Fontana track. You they aren't racing there anymore. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to slow down. Oh, because it's so banked? Yeah. 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 You you just you, you sit at that 180, 190 the yeah. whole fucking time. You don't even have to touch the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Now, I so I knew someone that went on a ride along. So they paid like, I think back in the day it was like a hundred bucks and you could do like two, three laps or something. I don't know with a, with a driver. And the person was like, Hey, do you want me to like slow down? Do you want me to go faster? And he goes, put it, push it as hard as you can. And he said, as soon as he saw that, or he said that he saw all the tire tracks going, like aiming straight at the wall at the turn. But like you said, he was going and right, like right before the wall, it just turned in essence. But uh, this has been a long episode. So you know how much we love sports. With that being said, check out our new podcast. <laughs> sports <up>. Gone Wild. <laughs> I was trying to think of a creative you, name for a show where we show what's under our hood. I don't know. Just oh, that's a good one, Devo. I like that. Wow. Diva. I like that a lot. Well done. Well done. We'll show what's under the hood. Just Devo, and that's also on Patreon. So <laughs> you can see what's under Devo's hood on patreon.com forward slash bungholes and rabbit holes. With that being said, you guys have any final thoughts? No. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And as always, keep it neat and don't be a bunghole. Woo.